0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the Comics Collective, the weekly podcast where we talk about a comic or graphic novel of our choice, but also sometimes talk to some really cool people about some really cool upcoming projects. I'm your host today, Anne, and I'm joined by two lovely individuals working on a fantastic Kickstarter project that I think you're going to be very excited to hear about. But, you know, don't worry about what I have to say. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm going to turn it over to them. Please, tell me your names and tell me about this project that you're working on.
1: Uh, my name is Wells Thompson. Uh, I'm the writer of *The Cat Skin and the Rose*, a 68-page uh, graphic novella about uh, two ladies uh, fighting with swords and falling in love.
2: Okay. And I'm Rachel Disler. So I'm the artist on *The Cat Skin and the Rose*. Um, and I mean, it is what Wells said. Uh, <laughs> I hope that everybody, you know, checks it out and sees something they like. So, yep, yeah.
0: I know for a fact that I saw I saw something I liked. I love 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 getting more sapphic representation in media, and especially in comic books. And the the pitch behind this one was one that was just too good for me to ignore personally. And I'm very glad that I was able to get both of you on the show to talk about it. I think it's something that is going to be really really interesting. It's a um. I I want to talk over what the plot is because obviously you two know it better. But I love the idea of you know, enemies to lovers and always love women with swords. But, you know, um, Wells, can you talk to me a little bit, what was the plot of this book? How did you come up with this idea? And tell me about these characters a little bit. Absolutely. So the uh, plot is sort of, I I sort of said
1: a silly version of it earlier, but basically uh, there's a tournament in this fictional uh, kingdom uh, that is loosely, like, Moroccan Ottoman Middle Eastern inspired um, to uh, uh, pit people or pit these women against each other uh, and the winner will uh, marry into the royal family. So it's a chance for people to get out of poverty. It's a very stratified uh, society. Uh, and these two women, Iselda and Camille, uh, join uh kind of for opposite, opposite but similar reasons to uh, uh, do just that. Both are incredibly talented duelists. They have made it to the final sort of round of this tournament. Um, and as they uh, start to fight each other, they realize that they have a lot of respect for each other. They get kind of more taken by the other skill uh they you know in the very short exchanges that they have they realize that the other is is quick-witted and uh and maybe a little attractive and oh no we have feelings we have feelings <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's 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 that it's it's finding love in the worst possible situation and uh what what can we do about uh that because uh the the way this would traditionally play out is one of them would be dead and the other of them would then marry into uh, a different family and uh no matter how we go, th- there are going to be problems. Um, the idea was originally a, uh, a short comic uh, that I was going to pitch for uh, uh, also a uh, Kickstarter uh, anthology called uh, uh, short With- A Sharp Wit in the Company of Women, which Rachel is, uh, as a weird quirk, also featured in. Um <laughs> But uh, I for for various reasons, I did not submit it. Um, part of which was the idea of like, can you have two people falling in love during a sword fight was a really interesting and meaty question that mm-hmm. needed a lot more than four pages to uh, to flesh out. So, yeah, I, I took it and and brought it to rachel and said i think this is going to be a one-shot like 32 pages the most and then uh oops it it completely blew up and now it's 64 or 68 pages of uh fun princess bride-esque sapphic romance adventure drama
0: have me sold at Princess Bride-esque. That's not sold around <laughs> enough. Yeah,
2: that's, that's, where, that's where I got sold to. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were a lot of things that sold it to me, of course, but that was, like, a big underline. Also, just, like, who doesn't love enemies to lovers? Like, isn't that yeah. just, like, the best trope? So it's just like oh, yeah. this has,
1: I so, I tell people all the time like this has all the traits. Got enemies to lovers. It's got that thing where you lift up your opponent's chin with the tip of your sword. Oh. Uh, it's got uh, <laughs> it's got gay wound dressing. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's 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 got it all. Ooh,
0: God, I'm I'm glad I've already backed it. <laughs> My copy is guaranteed. <laughs> I'm set. Um, that's incredible, but. Yeah, Rachel, tell us more about um, you getting onto this project. Your um, process here. Did you get to um, what what went behind um, designing these characters and this world?
2: So, um, you know, it, it sort of leapt into my mind pretty much just like page one, like how that whole setting, um, as soon as you know, Wells described a a uh, desert kingdom. That um, sorry, my cat is trying <laughs> to get in my lap here. Um, you might see it. There it is. His uh, <laughs> So, anyway, uh, as soon as there was like, a desert kingdom introduced, I immediately thought about like these beautiful, like oranges and these, these bright, vivid like fabrics and like the architecture and how I never got to do something like that yet. Um, and so, I, I really wanted that to be uh, kind of a focus with like the patterning and. And just um, like the whole the whole look of a place I've never been to before, um, and then just kind of take the gorgeous uh, you know clothing from mm-hmm. like all those various regions, and um, just sort of like make something out of it, make it a little stylized, make it kind of fantasy. Um, and just kind of really run with it, really make it contrast with uh, Camille's story. Um, you know, where she does not come from, she's like the, you know, the blonde one who does not come from this area, uh, and make her feel a lot more othered in terms of, Mm -hmm. of design just sort of like flip that on the head a little bit. Um, that's yeah, that was, um, I was like one of my favorite things was just like sitting down and doing those character designs and thinking about the colors and thinking about how do i um contrast their silhouettes with each other
0: yeah and i think honestly you did an amazing job i'm just looking at the previous well, pages you. and the colors are beautiful the fashion is on point and I think my favorite thing, just looking at these, is just how expressive the faces are. I can Thank already you. tell so much, without even having to look at the words, just the personality of these characters, and it's just, I everyone who hasn't taken a look, every listener out there who hasn't looked at this project yet, I just, I dare you to look at these preview pages and think this isn't going to be something that's worth picking up. It's incredible. It's absolutely beautiful.
2: Thank um, you. Thank yeah, you so no much.
0: problem. Um, the other cool thing about this project, listener, is it's already been funded, so you're definitely guaranteed a, a copy if you back it now, but also if you back it now, you'll help us get to some stretch goals. What are the stretch goals you guys are currently aiming for? What's what's on the horizon if we can get there? Absolutely. Well, we've already hit two. Uh, the first stretch goal is a 12K. Uh,
1: all backers will now get an additional uh, digital copy of uh, a graphic novel, uh, Do You Believe in an Afterlife by the Incomparable Fellhound. Mm-hmm. Uh, as our, and then the one that we just hit uh, at 15K, all physical uh, backers, people who get a book in the mail, uh, will get an insert of a fan comic that, uh, that Rachel and I worked on. That was our first collaboration, uh, this two-page uh, arcane fan comic that is uh, uh, a meet-cute between uh, Caitlin and Vi. Um, yeah, at $20,000, we have uh, a... Uh, a stretch goal for a three-page uh, short comic uh, drawn by artist Tango uh, about one of the minor characters, uh, the uh, the Queen of Baidun, who, uh who is has a strong presence in the story but isn't like pivotal to the plot, but ha- but is has a lot of power in the region and and is really uh, an important part of the world. Uh, so we kind of share her, you know, rise to power in that story. Um, Also, on that uh, $20,000 block, we have a uh, poster from Angel Wu that will become available for purchase. Uh, Really excited to get to work with her. Everything that she does is really, really gorgeous. So I cannot wait to see what she does to uh, kind of give a new dimension to the world of the Catskin and the Rose. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, really, really stretch goals, we have uh, at 27. 27500 uh, an additional five-page comic uh, that is the Beach episode uh, drawn by Rio Burton. And uh, at, if we somehow were to jump 20000 and hit $35,000, I will tattoo uh, something Catskin and the Rose-related on my body and post it for everyone <laughs> to see. So I will permanently alter my body for Perfect. this project
0: if we get that far. See, that's the one I was waiting for. That's the real seller. There we go. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just had to ask, that's a lot of phenomenal people you have working on those extra goodies, but I want to hear a little bit more you two are awesome, but you're not the only ones working on this book, can you tell me a little bit more about the, the entire creative team involved here? Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Keila Sabal is the uh, letterer she is phenomenal uh, she uh, has done a lot of work, I believe she uh, lettered the, uh, the Bat Family webtoon So she's done a ton of of work with with web comics, but in general is just an incredible letterer and and has done a lot to match Rachel's style and Mm -hmm. and really create a very specific feel for the comic. Um, We've got uh, Krista Heratter on uh, editing. Uh, They're phenomenal, Uh, one of my best friends in comics uh, and someone I worked with for a long time at Comic Book Yeti. We have Brenda Snell. Uh, who is uh, has saved my life multiple times? <laughs> That's why I'm comfortable uh, saying that. Um, she is the designer, uh, and uh, she's the one who made the uh, the web page look beautiful. So the the campaign page has all these flourish flourishes and decorations, and that was all Brenda. Um, for cover artists, we have uh, Skylar Patridge, who needs no introduction, and Fellhound, who uh, is responsible for incredibly iconic uh, gay pain comic, uh, the uh, <laughs> Commander Rao, and and we love you. Um, and I think that covers... Oh, and then of course Rachel Disler, who is <laughs> the, the artist. It's she me. did uh, she she did the interiors for the Nightcrawlers, which is coming uh, very soon to. Uh, to comic books to shelves as well as was a uh participant in color of always and swat cow two incredible uh anthologies from ben fisher and michelle abounder um yeah and i'm really proud of this team they're all super uh talented they all happen to be queer women which was by design that was on purpose um and uh, yeah i think that they have created something that uh is uniquely fun and interesting and engaging and and um I, I cannot wait to, to be able to show it off in its completed form.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't wait to read it in its completed form. It's, um, I keep looking at just how iconic these characters both look already. The Iselda and, um, sorry, Camille? Yes. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to make sure I had a, a brain fart for a second. But I'm like, I, I know her name. I'll need to look at it. But, yeah, I had to <laughs> Um, Tell me about these characters. Tell me about what makes them similar, what sets them apart. What were your inspirations behind them? I've talked a lot,
2: Rachel. Go ahead. (laughs) I don't know if you wanted to, since I kind of talked about their designs, I don't know if you want to talk about what you're thinking on, like, the writing half of it, and then I'll talk about maybe, like, taking those ideas and putting them on the page. Sure.
1: Yeah, no, uh, Iselda and Camille are... uh, are really fun characters to write because they have really, really strong personalities and they're extremely different from each other while at the same time, like, you know, just having the right combination of things to just mash together. Um, Iselda is extremely hot headed, cocky to the point of arrogance. Uh, she is a master sword fighter and she wants everyone to know it. Um, I had to cut a line. <laughs> I. At least I think I actually I cut the line at the beginning of the uh uh comic where she says, kinda in the third person, Iselda is unstoppable, unstoppable and hot. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's like that's her. She she's hot shit and she wants everyone to know. Um but so th- she's a lot of fun to write from there, but she's that that comes from a place of like a defense mechanism. She's very poor. She grew up in in sort of very squalid circumstances. She's been jailed multiple times for being homeless. Like uh, it's it's not a great situation that she that she's brought herself up in. And so in order to sort of build herself up, she's done that from the inside with this impenetrable wall of ego. Uh, and then Camille is uh, the the foreigner. She has uh, traveled. Uh, Thousands of miles to uh, get to this new place where she can redefine herself uh, and and seek her riches and and live a comfortable life. Um, and in order to do that, she needs to to crack some skulls. Um, she's extremely disciplined. She's very. She doesn't give anything away on the surface uh, if she can help it. But as soon as she starts to like, she doesn't have really an ability to uh, compose herself once someone kind of cracks that uh, outer shell. So whereas in the first half of the book, it's kind of hard to read her, and she's she's very stoic. Uh, once Iselda kind of gets under her skin, uh, she turns into a bit of a uh, raving disaster, uh, which is just so much fun to explore. Um, and yeah, uh, aside from that, uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of built them more out of like, their interactions with each other and sort of built their personalities out of that, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. The writing process is very weird because you find yourself being like, Yeah, they, they spoke to me and it just sounded good. And you're like, I sound like a crazy person. But it's it's kind of true. Um, you know, you start working with characters and and exploring their their inner worlds and you don't really have to ask like, what do they sound like so much as, Oh, that's a cool idea. I should I should figure out a way to make that, you know, work with the rest of what's going on. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah and rachel can explain their design and and uh and visual uh flourishes far better than i can so <laughs>
2: um just yeah you know uh that pretty much I all came across when i was reading the script so um you know doing the first uh, thumbnails which you know were actually sort of done in in the middle to start with like the campaign um you kind of jump in when you begin to see a Zelda, you know, start to break down those barriers with Camille. So, you know, when everybody gets to check out the story, we'll like see that sort of build up. Um, but cutting, cutting right to it. Like I wanted to show people like what the dynamic was. I think that is like the big uh, hook for the story um, of, of all the things. And it's just really, really fun personally to yeah. watch, uh, Iselda break down Camille's barriers. Uh, I absolutely love that kind of thing when reading romance comics, um, like just seeing somebody like begin to thaw and melt, or start to show a new side of themselves. And you know, when you have a character that's like really hot headed and impulsive, and sort of consciously aware that she's hot shit. Uh, you know, get the sort of like satisfaction of seeing that she has like an effect on somebody uh, with that sort of demeanor. And then the surprise of seeing somebody with that demeanor become like an absolute wreckage. Uh, Like that's, you know, very satisfying. It's satisfying to read and it's even more fun to draw. So I've been doing kind of a lot of off sketching, um, in the meantime, um, I'm, I'm, actually working on like a little mini. Yeah. I've been doing, um, just like a few interviews. I haven't been on the full circuit that Wells has been, uh, like I, I can't quite keep up with that, but, um, just like, I, I hope, you know, people are still looking at like Twitter, even like, uh, I'm, I'm also cross posting like blue sky and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a little comic where they they do like an interview, they do a little explanation. um, but when it comes to the two of them, I wanted to explore that like enemy celebers, of course, and that idea of like the hot and the cold, uh, and keep working on that dynamic until you see like that resolution at the end where they really fully understand each other's ambition and kind of throw everything to the wind. Like, that's that's um all been every every part of the design every part of their interaction has been sort of with that final goal in mind um and just I mean I know uh sometimes Wells will point it out but like just the fun of a Zelda's goblin energy (laughs) (laughs) with you know Camille's very uh composed demeanor uh like who doesn't love that I love it that's what I'm doing this for me
0: that's fantastic. Um, doing it for you. What has been your favorite part about this project? What's been your favorite thing to do?
2: Ooh, gosh, I, one of the things that I'm doing right now. Um, I like to put myself in a little bit outside my comfort zone with every project I do, uh, and this one, one of the things I'm pushing myself with doing is um, actually like paneling and composition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really fun to try different dynamic layouts because, you know, you move from a slow character build, slow moments into like these big action scenes. And, um, I, in my mind, I think of it as like contrasting the volume, you know, like when do we tone it down? When do we bring it up? And then working with the design, I know that one of the, pages in there like I tried a very like um, almost like a a framed panel in there to sort of like set a mood um, and sort of like offer like a viewing point in to where we like come into a scene because there's like a little bit of a jump Um, so like with the panel composition that's been a huge thing Uh, obviously like the character designs I was immediately motivated like right off the bat Um, Like even with like the prince and the queen and having them uploaded, you know, also on the Kickstarter page. Just thinking about, um, like, what would the regents of this uh, kingdom look like? Uh, one of the things I I wish it was up there. It's just, it's not colored yet. <laughs> um, working on the backgrounds, like, that's been really exciting. Um, I think one of my favorite things about, um, like, romance and even action is, like, I like it when the world has a very tactile feel. I want people to feel like grounded in the setting. Um, Like everyone enjoys just like a nice kind of like atmospheric color sometimes. But um, sometimes I feel like you want to feel physicality. You want to feel like a sensuousness, um, whether it be like between people or the location. Um, I like merging those together and, um, yeah, just, I think it's just like, I kind of had a good time with just about everything I could go on. Um, like it, it has been, a, a lot of fun being able to translate this whole thing. Um, I'm glad it seems to be coming across, uh, with a lot of, I, I would have never guessed I would have been able to persuade over 300 people to buy this. Uh, so I'm glad that my, um, my, my enthusiasm must be, like, coming out in, in the pages, at least, at least I hope so.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, how about you, Wells? What's been your favorite thing about working on this project? Oh, um, I, I mean,
1: honestly, I, I think my, my favorite thing about the project has been getting to know Rachel, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> we. we DM constantly and uh, and and keep tabs on everything and and just like getting to come at someone with that much enthusiasm about the project and be like, hey, I have this idea, and them being like, let's make it a million times <laughs> has been yeah, has the
2: ballparking's been, been really cool, yeah, huh?
1: super super gratifying. But in terms of actually like making the project, um, yeah, no, just the, the writing was was so satisfying for me because. A, was, I, like, I'm getting to tell a, really a whole story, uh, you know, with, with the, uh, a serialized fiction, like, uh, you know, like I'm doing Mechaton or Frankenstein the Unconquered, um, you know, you get to do kind of smaller stories and individual issues and, and tie it into a larger thing, but, like, the, it becomes apparent, really apparent really quickly that, like, the, the resolution of those stories is, you know, maybe years down the road. So getting to just, like, tell a full story and say, this is it, this is done. Uh, if we want to do a sequel, fantastic. There's room for that, but we don't have to. Um, that's been super satisfying. And just, and just, I guess, proving to myself that I'm capable of landing the plane has been great, uh, you know, from, from that point of view. And, and for that matter, challenging myself with the subject matter. Because romance is, ex- you know, extremely outside of my wheelhouse. Um, you know, these sort of fantasy adventures is not, are not really anything I've wanted to do or I've ever, like, you know, thought I could do. Um, so getting to, to, to try something completely new and being really, really happy with how it's turned out, uh, yeah, it's, it's been
0: an incredible... Uh, everything about it has been great. That is incredible. And I'm so glad that both of you are able to be here today to talk about it. Um, when this episode goes live... Listener, I want you to know that there is now a limited amount of time for you to act on this Kickstarter because it closes on what date? Uh, August 10th at 11
1: a.m. Central Standard
0: Time, 12 Eastern. So, yeah, if you're interested in this book, and I think you should be because it sounds fantastic, I suggest you jump on that immediately. Dear listener, when have we ever steered you wrong? The answer is... Never, definitely never. I didn't <laughs> probably. Think probably, you think we've had a bad episode before, probably right? We, we didn't like what was we didn't like um, lock and key all that much, but <laughs> everyone else does. So we were in the wrong on that one. That's that's just us.
2: Um, I do want to say, at least at this time that I am speaking, mm-hmm. uh, just checking in on it. Uh, we do have one more commission slot no. available as well. So if you're also interested in having me do some sort of custom, incredibly gay thing for you, I would love to. I would love to do a little, little sword tip under the chin. Who doesn't love it? Um, yeah, you know, just check it out. And of course, you'll get, a, you'll get what at least like the the standard edition. Uh, you the get the.
1: I believe you get the special edition. Let me, let, special edition. let me check. Rewards, digital commission. Uh, oh, you get uh, you get two copies of the book. You get
2: yeah, it's like I think it's the standard. You get uh, one standard and one
1: physical, and one uh, yeah, one standard, one uh, uh special edition. Uh, as always, the digital copy, uh, as well as uh, both of the stickers and the enamel pen. You get with that?
2: Yeah, you'll be able to look at both like Fells' cover, mm-hmm. Skyler's cover, whatever you ask me to send you. You just basically get to feast your eyes on a whole lot of girls kissing, and who doesn't love that? So, yeah, uh, if it's still there by the time you know this airs, eh, maybe think about it. Maybe maybe really think about all the possibilities. <sighs>
0: Yeah, dear listener, if I haven't snapped on that by the time you hear this episode, then it, you know, it's probably for you. But if not, just be very happy for me. I was going to say, um, this, her,
1: her pitch did kind of come in like, we're talking to you, Anne, specifically. Do you want a commission?
2: <laughs> yeah, if, if Anne hasn't sniped it already. You know? she, she has the
1: insider effort. info.
2: That's, that's, I think, one of the job perks. It's like, why you do this, you know? Just, getting all the little hot
0: Mm deets oh yeah that's that's the main reason just so you know listener (laughs) if i take that offer you'll see this posted on twitter and underneath i will comment ha (laughs) ha um there's nothing i love better than one upping our faithful fan base um with all that said is there anything else that you two would like to to talk about or to to shout out before we wrap this interview up
2: Uh, I I always like to shout out, you know, again, everybody who is working on this book. I just am floored every time I see, like, a new thing from anybody, you know, whether it be, like, a new edit from Krista or, like, a new, um, like, text, you know, lettered page from Kiela. We've had um, even, like, some fan art, like, sent in. Yep which melted my I've never had fan art before. Um, I'd like wanted to shed like a single beautiful tear <laughs> and just like fall on my like, Yeah, what what is that long chair? Like the chaise lounge, yeah. you know, just fan me down. <laughs> um, and of course, like one of the things I've been the most stoked to see is like, Tango was gracious enough to not even just like make a sketch of like the queen. Uh, you know, which is what they'd be working on for like the mini comic. But, you know, then there was also a, 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 like an updated color version. Again, the brain turned into fireworks. I was like, yes, um, I, I have made it a point in every interview I've been so far to guarantee I will make everyone's lives miserable if we don't get that mini comic i will be suffering every day of my life if i don't see what this is um and i guess just as like a sort of um a shadow uh, stretch goal uh if we do get to 20k k, I, I might be able to afford to fix my chair back here i have also been mentioned this is a busted up chair <laughs> and this is a 68 page long project um i hear people love lumbar support so if you would like me to have lumbar support, then I think you should maybe buy my book. Yes. So that's that's my mad ups. Mm-hmm.
1: Fully agreed. Um, I, ge- I guess I'll go uh, outward and say shout out to... Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to mess up this last name. Uh, Natasha... Alt- uh, Alt- Ari- Alt- blah, blah. Natasha... I'll try to see. I'll There we go. Um, and Michelle Abounder uh, on Sapphic Pulp. They have been very supportive, and their book looks awesome. Uh, Kat Calamia has a new project. Uh, what is it? Snow and uh, something or other.
2: Ooh, I just... Yeah, there are so many hot-looking yeah, books I right now. I just backed
0: that one, too, and I know I...
1: <laughs> I Beast and Snow. Them. There we go. Yes. Beast and Snow. Um, and there are a million others that I that I could shout out and should shout out, uh, Ben Noir from Andrew Clemson and, and, uh, et cetera, et cetera. There, there's so much cool stuff on Kickstarter right now that deserves your attention. Uh, and, uh, I just want to be, in general, I guess shouting out to the platform that is, uh, hosting us and, and, allowed us allowed me to grow my career in comics. Um, definitely it's worth your time to see what's on there and, and, mm-hmm. and support a creator because, uh, any dollar that you put in is a dollar that the creator both receives and is, I promise you, incredibly grateful for. It it has right. multiple times just turned my entire day around to get a really, you know, uh, a series of uh, pledges, or even just one pledge, or that from someone I know or someone I don't know. Um, yeah, it's 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 always it's always a rush of dopamine to see to see people like caring about a thing that you're you're making. So.
2: Oh yeah, like there there have been of course there's always gonna be slow days on the campaign, but anytime like I have dinner and then I come back and refresh the page and there's like suddenly a big honk a chonk in there, <laughs> like I'm I've I've come close to spit taking. Uh, the dopamine is so good. <laughs> so, you know, just make us feel good. Yeah. It's really <laughs> nice. Yeah. So make sure you get those pledges in and let us know with hashtag
0: lumbar support that you did that. We yes. all appreciate Hashtag
2: it. lumbar support 2023.
0: <laughs> I think that's all you need. Thank you to both of you so much for being here today. I really, really appreciate it. I'm always excited to hear more about this book. I can't wait until I get to hold it in my hands myself. Um, I'm very, very excited. And yeah, I just really appreciate this, appreciate both of you. And I'm so glad that it's on its way to being a booming success. So yeah, thank you so much for Yeah, having.
2: it feels good to, to guarantee that everyone's going to get their copy, you know, from this point where they jump in. <laughs> and I hope, like, when the whole 68-page um, book shows up and I, if you have, like, the special edition, you get, like, additional back matter. Mm-hmm. And believe me, there's already back matter. Like, I'm on my iPad just, like, sorting through all the sketches. Like, you're you're going to get back matter <laughs> uh, that it was absolutely worth it um you know however much you pledge and however long the wait's gonna be I think it's just like beginning of next year I'm estimating just like I hope that once everyone's sweating it out and they get their grubby little mitts on the book that they love reading it as much as I love making it you know
0: well awesome okay before we go just like to do personal plugs where can the people find you if they wanted to see more about you and your work
1: uh, you can find me, I usually say at Twitter, but we'll see how long that, how much longer that lasts, uh, at <laughs> Wells um, T-H-O-M-P, it's just my last name with the last uh, three letters cut off. Uh, same thing on Blue Sky, Wells Uh m- More conveniently, probably, you can visit my website, wellsthompson.com, there you can find the links to my newsletter, Comics, Cats, and Cocktails, where we talk about all of those things. Uh as well as uh, contact me directly if you want to work with me as a writer or editor uh, and pick up my books, uh, or uh, you'll find links directly off the site. Uh, I do have a Ko-Fi uh, page as well if you want to uh, send me some money for a coffee or buy one of my books, because they should be available in the storefront there as well. So, Awesome.
2: Uh, for me, I'm... Red Tiber, pretty much everywhere. Uh, Twitter, again, for however long that exists. Um, and then I've, I've put a lot of energy so far into growing my Blue Sky. I like it a lot. Hopefully they open soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, you can also find me on Instagram. I'll probably reopen right my Tumblr. And redtiebear.com if you just want to take a look at, like, my portfolio or use my contact page, what have you. Um, I also have a coffee. Actually, I didn't even think about this last time. But yeah, if you feel like you know getting me a coffee, that'll get me through another page or two. That'd be great. Um, I think I also just put some uh, some little bits on there. If you want to like get a commission through there, that kind of thing. But uh, if you type red tie bear on Google, you'll 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 find me. It's like throwing a rock, you'll hit me. So yeah, <laughs> awesome.
0: And for everyone listening, if you want to support the catskin and Um, the cat skin and the rose the link will be in the description below and will also be all over twitter so make sure you check that out when this episode goes live again thank you so much for being here and for everyone listening check the book out and i hope to see you next week Bye. bye